Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Each week on the podcast, we are joined by the guys at SpunOut.ie to talk all things mental health. Whether it's a question about relationships, the pandemic, or just everyday life, the guys will be here to share their professional advice with you. This week we are joined by Jack and we are talking about seasonal affective disorder. We can all start to feel a little bit down as we go into the cold, dark winter months and Jack is going to explain exactly what it is. Jack from Spunout, thanks so much for joining us on the Zoo Crew. Good to have you back. Thanks for having me back. Delighted to be here. Uh, so how have you been over the last little while? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, still um, hibernating here in Wexford, um, <laughs> away from the city. Um, you know, uh, I was just saying, uh, we're, I'm well away, well uh, more than five kilometres away from the nearest supermarket. So um, the the essential trips do go over five k. But, uh, <laughs> but we're, we're 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 nicely situated here. You must be very productive then, if you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. No distractions for you, Jack. No, definitely not. That's not how that works, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so we know over the weekend, the clocks went back. People were usually happy with it at this time of year because, you know, we get an extra hour in bed. But people on Twitter over the weekend were saying, well, it doesn't really matter this year because we have an extra hour to do nothing. Uh, but we are into the winter now. Nights are getting colder and stuff. So we're going to chat a little bit about how you know the shorter days and less natural light can affect our mental health so i suppose to get into it is it true that the the winter months actually does affect us in our minds yeah so there is uh, such a thing as seasonal affective disorder um or sad as it as it's kind of known oh, as it's as its acronym that's so such a um, sad acronym yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, so it's, 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 it's typically just a kind of feelings of, you know, you can feel more irritable, you can feel a bit more depressed, you know, feel tireder, um, lots of uh, symptoms that might be associated with depression or anxiety. Um, but just, they kind of happen in a, in a more seasonal way. And it's because of, um, it's because of the less light It's because of, um, that winter time, the weather's colder, um, but it does affect a lot of people. I think I think I saw a study there that up uh, up to or nearly two million people across Ireland and the UK can suffer with it every year, and uh, and that's just kind of the recorded people, I suppose. But um, yeah, and so we need to kind of be mindful of um, our health and our mental health, kind of going into these shorter evenings and and the the sorry the shorter days, even longer evenings, um, winter time when it's getting colder. And uh, I saw a really interesting article there where we have this uh, kind of phenomenon now where the pandemic depression or the, you know, COVID um, isolation and, and anxiety and stress and depression is now going to meet seasonal, uh, the, the seasonal uh, symptoms of that as well. Um, so it's kind of like we might be lining up for a bit of a, a tough time. So it's important to kind of put, put things in place and try to think about how we might uh, combat those, those, those feelings going forward into the next few months. Jack, I'm glad you brought up the pandemic there because I was going to say, you know, the, you know, sad does happen every year. People are affected by it every single year. However, I think with the fact that people are now working from home and they have been for the last nine, ten months and normally you would get a little bit of vitamin D, some sunshine on your commute when you go out in the morning. Maybe not so much if you finish late in the evening coming home, 
but you would have gotten out maybe at lunchtime for a bit of a walk or your commute in the morning. How can people, um, you know, obviously they're missing that out, missing out on that now, but how can people, you know, still get out for their exercise and still kind of incorporate that commute within their day to get that bit of sunshine and daylight, uh, even though they are working from home? There's loads in that, actually. And actually, one of the best things I heard was kind of just to figure out a way to start your day to mimic a commute. So have a, like a 30 minute walk before you start your work day at home um, to mimic that commute. It actually gives a great separation from kind of uh, home life and work life, especially if you're working at home now. You know, there's not as much of a separation anymore. Um, maybe another way might be to make sure that, you know, you run your errands, try to do that during the day. So if your work is flexible, maybe trying to get your your shopping done during the day or even just prioritizing that you can sit beside a window with your cup of coffee for 10, 15, 20 minutes um, or take your lunch break at, beside the window. I know it's getting cold now. So it's kind of hard to to sit outside and eat or drink your coffee, but um, prioritize that daylight where, where you can as well. Um, it's really, really important over the next while. Um, and I know we talk a lot about about how exercise can always, you know, increase our release, inc- increase the release of our endorphins and it naturally makes us feel happy and stuff. But when the nights are longer, days are shorter, less daylight, like we always talk about, you know, it's it's fine to curl up and, you know, just have a duvet day and watch Netflix for the whole time. People can start to feel kind of guilty about not making use of the day. So what is there to say for people who who feel like the day has just gotten away from them because it's dark at four or five o'clock? That's actually a really interesting point and it kind of makes me think of a wider point, I suppose, in that um, it's really important you know, if, if we're used to exercising outside and during the day, um, really, really important. And and thinking about it now is, is really important to line up things that uh, can help us over the next few months to kind of keep our mental health in check and keep our health and well-being in check. Um, so if you know today is 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 okay or if you're in a certain place with your health and mental health today but you know that going through the next few months it's going to maybe get harder it's really good to lay the groundwork now um so thinking about ways that you might be able to exercise indoors um thinking about ways that you might be able to stay better connected um, over the next few months. Maybe it's about bringing back those Zoom calls or those weekly table quizzes or, you know, whatever <laughs> way you, you you had to do it last time to stay connected. It's actually doubly important now to start, even though we kind of maybe getting a bit sick of it. <laughs> and and that's and Zoom, Zoom fatigue is real, but uh, it's really important to like kind of think about those things now because as we get into the winter and maybe if we get, affected by seasonal affective disorder the 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 desire is to isolate the desire is to draw back in and have the more and more of those dv days and you won't proactively it'd be very difficult to proactively go out when you're in the middle of that and try to connect with people so putting those in place now and scheduling those things in finding a way to exercise indoors and you know finding new and interesting things to to cook and make sure you're eating healthily really really useful to lay that groundwork now so you're not caught up in the middle of it and unable to kind of find a way out of it in the coming months i think i think you're right in saying that though as well because the difference between people now and you know we are we are sick and tired of zoom quizzes and stuff but in the first lockdown especially that was during summer and when you're like in spring like the weather was nice we had the option to to go out and spend a lot of time outside we don't really now and i think something that plays into this the whole seasonal affective disorder is that because we have less time in the day we're not seeing our friends we're also in lockdown so we can't so 
it probably is more important now to make sure you are contacting your friends on Zoom or whatever. And I actually saw Instagrams of people going back to whatever, Zoom poker and Zoom quizzes over the weekend. So it probably is even more important now because you're not getting a chance to go for swims or for runs or cycles with people. So I'm sure that does play into it. And as you said, planning that is as important as well. Staying connected is just so important for mental health. It, it's it's one of those those key factors, you know, alongside sleep, eating well, um, making sure that uh, we're looking after mental health and, and having someone to talk to, whether it's just talking about your day or talking about maybe what's going on for you if you're having a tough time, is so, so, so important for mental health. So really putting in place those connections now is really important. And also to take advantage, um, if you are going through a tough time, to take advantage of um, online counselling and online therapy. Um, I know my mind are offering free counselling services. In, it's kind of a means tested if you're affected by COVID or um, if you're if you're over or under a certain age. I, I can't fully remember the exact, but if you go to my mind, uh, Google my mind and go onto their site, there they're offering free counselling sessions as well. So that's really really kind of important to to keep in mind as well that um, it's okay to to ask for help and it's okay. Like counselling is really really. Um, I feel like it's been kind of quite normalized over the past few years as well to, to, to talk to someone. You don't have to be in the midst of a crisis to to talk to someone. Um, it can really just be that you're feeling a bit down or you're feeling a bit um, anxious or stressed that day. Um, another quick tip, I, 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 this doesn't really relate back to the other two, but a sad lamp or a light box is really good to get those day, get that daylight in as well. So it's just um, their lamps specifically designed to mimic outdoor light and they, you can wake up to them. You can design, you can have them so they gradually turn on in the morning, like the sun kind of coming in. Mm. Um, so those can be really, really helpful to kind of get our vitamin D levels up as well. That's a good point you brought up because I was actually going to touch on the topic of sleep because we all know that sleep plays such an important part in our mental health and keeps us happy and, and healthy. But it can be a little bit trickier, you know, to get your solid eight hours, you know, depending on the hours that you're working or, you know, coming into winter time. If you are feeling a bit more anxious, a bit more worried, your sleep might be a bit disrupted. Do you have any tips maybe for for getting those eight hours sleeping like a baby? And again, if you're waking up in the morning, you know, you mentioned that there's specific lamps that can help you wake up gradually. But if there's tips that people could could use to make getting up out of the bed on these cold winter mornings a little bit easier. One of the things we noticed that's one out um, when we kind of initially launched a lot of our content on sleep a number of years ago was that um, loads of people coming to our site um, and, and it was, there was a real correlation between kind of um, have it going through a tough time, mental health, mental health difficulties and really poor what we call sleep hygiene. Um, so having a, a, a consistent pattern of how you're uh, moving down towards bedtime, you know, screens before bed, all that kind of stuff. We kind of think of them as secondary factors, but actually they do have knock on effects to our sleep and if so facto to our mental health. So um, two of the key things around getting a good night's sleep is um, and especially now that where a lot of us are working from home is don't work in the bedroom, don't work sleep, sitting on your bed. It creates a mental link between uh, a, a space in your house or in your apartment and a certain frame of mind. Uh, so try to just keep uh, the bedroom for sleeping and, and you know, whatever else you might want to do in there. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and the other thing is 
um, to make sure that yes, screens are screens before bed. Try to not go on screens, you know, an hour or two hours before bed. The blue light glasses have become really popular as well. Mm. I can't say I'm overly sure of um, the exact scientific impact of them, but um, I'm hearing and what we're seeing is that people are really in, like seeing the benefits of the less blue light before bed. And we know the blue light affects um, your sleep as well. So that those two things can really help you towards getting those eight hours because it is really, really important. Uh, and the link between um, having, well, one, resilience to mental health and difficulties and tough times, but also being able to combat them um, and having a good sleep hygiene and good sleep is really, really key. And if someone is feeling, and maybe they're feeling this for the first time due to the pandemic or whatever, but how might someone know that they are kind of getting down around this time of year and it just might be due to the change in weather or whatever? What what might they feel or how might they realise that? And, and I think more importantly, realise that it's okay to feel that way. Absolutely. So, I mean, it the symptoms kind of can vary from person to person. They can be mild, they can be moderate, they can be more severe. It really depends on maybe where you are with your own mental health over time. But, you know, a, a low mood that won't go away or persistent low mood, um, low self-esteem, feeling irritable, feeling stressed or anxious, reduced sex drive. You know, they're all kind of symptoms of SAD Um And, you know, maybe you're less active than normal. Maybe you're feeling like you want to isolate or feel um, like, you know, very, uh, very low kind of energy to to connect with others. Um, Finding it hard to sleep, you know, that's absolutely one of them. Um, Have an increased or decreased appetite. You know, it can vary a lot and it does depend. But it's really a matter of kind of checking in with yourself and asking yourself, honestly, um, am I feeling okay? Um, Do I need to, if it's affecting your day to day, uh, persistently and constantly is really the measure of kind of is it a more severe or moderate mental health condition for, versus just regular stress or regular feelings of um, anxiety because everyone does feel feelings of stress and anxiety and that's important to say as well and um, it helps us with the fi- flight or fight response you know it's stress can actually help us um, in certain situations but it's when affecting when it's affecting your day-to-day more and more and more and persistently that's when it might be important to kind of take a step back and 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 understand oh this actually might be something i need to take actions or take a small step with and often it is that one small change and um, one small step where we've talked about a lot of things here and um, a lot of things that we might actions you might take but sometimes it's just one simple thing it could be sitting beside the window for 20 minutes getting a bit more vitamin d it could be leaving the phone down half an hour an hour uh, more before bed Mm. One small change can actually make a really big impact um, and actually lead to to further ones as well. It's just and creating those habits um, can really, really help. Yeah, I think that's really important as well that you say it's kind of baby steps almost like, you know, you don't all of a sudden have to go from never running your life to running 5, 10K or suddenly drinking your five litres of water when you wouldn't have drank it before. You know, like I think just these healthy habits, they do have to be, you know, brought in, but brought in gradually. So I think it's important that if someone is feeling that way, you know, changes can happen overnight, but they don't have to be big changes. It's little by little. Absolutely. Little by little. And what we all say as well, you know, if you are, if you do think you might have SADS or you're finding it difficult to cope, um, go to talk to your GP. That is the first point to call uh, for for anything regarding not just your physical health, but your mental health as well. And they'll be able to give you lots of resources and signpost you to, to kind of uh, places that might help as well. Um, and then if you 
as I mentioned, my mind are offering free counseling sessions as well. And and there's there's lots of places that you can go to kind of access counseling. Um, and we also have a text line that's spun out as well. Um, you can text the word spun out to 50808 um, to chat to a trained volunteer at any time. Uh, if you're kind of feeling a bit low or feeling that you might be kind of uh, feeling the error change or um, you're feeling some of those symptoms we talked about. Brilliant. Amazing. Uh, some fantastic tips. Jack from Spun Out, thank you so much. Thanks so much, folks. Mind yourself with spunout.ie. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Mind Yourself podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it. And by the way, if you'd like to listen in live, the guys join us on the show. The Zoo Crew on Spin every Tuesday night just after half eight. Come and join us. And as always, if you have a question that you want to put to the guys over at Spun Out, you can do so completely anonymously. All you have to do is head on over to Spin's website, click on the lifestyle section, and there'll be an anonymous form there that you can fill out and ask the guys whatever you want. Please do leave us a little rate and review if you have enjoyed the podcast. A five star would be smashing. And if you think anyone would like to hear this week's podcast or maybe one of the previous episodes, please do send it their way. We'll talk to you next week.